Heyo, you're listening to Edge Coach Quip, featuring our very own edge coaches and community, dropping knowledge nuggets to fuel your day. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 121. Today, we are going to lean into 2024 and talk about advice. It's not just any advice. We're going to talk about the worst advice that people often hear around the top of the new year. A lot of it pertaining to fitness goals and health and fitness related New Year's resolutions, but some of it just general. And so, uh, yeah, here's kind of a an episode of what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that you're probably thinking about what you want your resolutions to be. Um, so both this episode and our next episode, 122, uh, which will focus on goals, will really help you kind of craft some really great, intentional, gradual, attainable types of resolutions. So if you're listening now, come back in one week. <laughs> All right. So first up, the first worst New Year's fitness advice is to focus exclusively on weight loss, right? Um, we hear this a lot. I mean, we all have, right? I feel like our whole lives, this has been the thing, oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year. Um, but at the end of the day, fitness and health are about a lot more than a number on a scale, right? It, it is true that we can improve what we can measure. Totally true. Um, however, there are more numbers out there than just weight. And sometimes those numbers, and often always those numbers, will tell stories about that weight number that make a big difference. So we have challenges here at Edge that are four, five, six weeks long that are focused on body composition. So what does your visceral fat look like? How much muscle mass do you have on you? How much uh, body fat do you have on you? And, and how does that differ between for age and gender and we take all of that into consideration when coming up with a goal. So sometimes people come to us and they say, I want, I want to lose 10 pounds. But at the end of the day, they actually probably could gain a fair amount of muscle if they you know, shift some of their macros and put in appropriate amounts of protein and lift a little bit heavier and a little bit more frequently. So it's like, you know what, those 10 pounds might be four pounds but your composition is going to be completely different because you're putting on muscle. So you're not going to just straight up lose water and fat. You're going to stack some muscle, which is going to make your weight higher than what you say you want. But at the same time, you're going to be a much fitter, healthier version of yourself. Um, that next challenge we have is kicking off on January 7th. And uh, we will, I'm sure at this point, have gone live with that sign up for um, meetings. If you are interested in a spot, they're really great. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I hear muscle weighs more than fat. You know, that sort of plays into that. But that idea that um, the only measure of success is the number on the scale, completely wrong. And I love, I think actually coaching the challenge changed my perspective on that in terms of body composition and being able to talk about that in different ways. So as we, uh, as we like to steal the phrase, measure success in as many ways as possible. And that was uh, uh, definitely applicable to this one right here. So in our bonus miles, we're going to go through some more of the worst fitness advice that we hear around New Year's, so stick around. All right, next up is no pain, no gain. Uh, we, in a recent episode, talked about the 1980s bodybuilders craze. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> and I think that this one... Uh, is from that you know that, that sort of idea that you that you should be hurting that that you should be super sore or you should have pain when you're when you're working out or you're not really doing it effectively and that's definitely wrong we know that too many people start off way too aggressively whether it's 
the number of days a week or the number of sessions or the length of the sessions or even just the amount of weight that they're picking up or how advanced the moves are that they're doing. And then, of course, you know, if you work out once and hit it really hard, you're sore for four days. You're not going to work out in those four days. And it's very clear to see why people fizzle out so quickly. So, yeah, it shouldn't hurt. Um, there might be discomfort as you begin any new program. And always check with your doctors if you are starting a new fitness program or routine to make sure that you're clear. But uh, you should not have pain. All right. Next one is working out every day. I mean, I do think that, you know, 11.55 p.m. on December 31st, people are motivated. They are ready for change. They are saying, I am going to work out every single day. However, this is probably not your best fitness advice. So here's the deal. Consistency is key. But we need things to be attainable in order for them to be consistent, right? We need that. And consistency is actually how we we stack bricks, so to speak, right? It's a muscle. It needs to be worked out just as much as the rest of your body, right? Mm -hmm. So we want your, your training to be periodized too. We want you to have some days that you do something, some days that you do others, and some days that you do nothing because fitness is only actualized through... The recovery phase. Right. So we need those recovery <laughs> days for sure. I haven't said that one in an episode no, in a bit. No, it's been a minute. I'm glad you wrote back. <laughs> 20 episodes ago. All right. This is where I will say, and I know that people here at Edge and others that are with communities that, that really keep them um, motivated will agree. Just take care in, in what you're signing up for and what you're committing to. We find that people, they join to maybe get a little bit more fit, but they stay and they endure and they become better versions of themselves because of the community. So those are different things, right? A, a bigger gym can be more anonymous, which is nice because you can kind of get in and get out, but it doesn't necessarily hold you accountable. People don't know your name. They don't know your strengths and weaknesses, and they're not as likely to kind of keep you motivated. Um, in fact, 60% of January gym joiners, just, just a regular big box gym, have actually, by mid-February, that gym membership is going unused, which is, you know, that big January rush. We don't really have that here because our community tends to be pretty consistent year-round. Not throttled, right? Mm -hmm. Not super intense, but consistent. And that is the goal, which is why working out every day is not the best fitness goal going into the new year. Consistent and connected. Just last night, one of, one of the... I like that. <laughs> one of the texts last night was talking to a member and was like, are you going to come to class on Wednesday? And they said, no. And they said, I'll go if you go. And now they're both coming to Wednesday class. So... You know, that's it's that connected. Your class or my class? Your class. Oh, great! Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But that's how the magic happens with community. All right. Next horrible piece of uh, New Year's fitness advice is that you only need to focus on cardio to lose weight. So if you are a person who has a weight loss goal, as we mentioned, uh, strength training is key. In, in doing that. So check out our strength training episodes. We had one just recently. And you know the, the idea is that people have heard over time, cardio burns more fat, right? That, that cardio is the way to do it. Even on, on treadmills, on elliptical machines, there's a fat burning zone. Oh, you know, they, they really try to get you. Along with that heart rate chart. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Along with that heart rate chart. Um, the idea is that cardio burns more than fat, but it also impacts your muscles as well. And so it's not necessarily eating away at your muscles, but it's not the best way to get that body composition change, which I think is really, if people are being clear about their goals, is really what they want, yeah. right? People say they want to lose weight, but really what they want is to feel better in their clothes, to have their clothes fit more comfortably, to feel better in their skin. So um, 
you know, our, our body metabolic efficiency means that muscle really counts for a lot. Yeah. And we, you know, keep coming back to this like muscle versus body fat scenario. And I know you had said, you know, muscle weighs more than fat, which is, uh, you know, not really true because right. it counts as a pound, <laughs> but for everyone listening, yeah. if you put your hands and kind of like make them into like big open palms and put your fingertips together, everything inside of that is about a pound of fat because it has a lot of water. It's just kind of very fluffy and globulous, right? Now take one fist and just make your hand into a fist. About three quarters of that fist is a pound of fat, is a pound of muscle. Mm. So if we're talking about volume, if we're taking off a pound of, of, of body fat, Again, two fingertips together. It's a lot. It's like a you know small. It's like a large softball, right? Mm -hmm. Versus three quarters of your closed fist. You know you, things can look and feel very different if you're even removing one and adding one. Yeah. All right. Next up is that you can lose weight from your blank. <laughs> right. Um, we we hear this oh. a lot. Right. Just right here. I just want to lose it from yeah. my triceps. Yeah, can it doesn't we? work like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And people will say that a lot. I think as, as well as they age, you know, they become uncomfortable with certain parts of their body. Mm -hmm. um, and that's understandable. But unfortunately, when we talk about training and targeted training, um, we can't force your bodies to lose weight from a specific area. You are kind of, this is the trend for all of this. You are always going to be better suited to put more muscle on everywhere um, and that is in turn going to shift that body composition and guess what that area is probably going to look a little bit better too exactly all right the next up is to cut out all blank so cut out all sugar cut out all alcohol whatever it is for you a lot of people start the new year wanting that total fresh start they want to purge everything toxic from their life uh, but all at once is not a sustainable plan we know actually very few people can like quit cold turkey yeah right? like it is very difficult, and it also has this mental piece of um, depriving yourself. So, you know, if, if it's a decision, like I'm choosing to have a seltzer water over a diet soda, then, you know, that's a decision that you're making and you can feel empowered. But if you are cutting it out and being like, I can't have that because I, I said no. Restriction's tough. Restriction is really, really tough. It is not the best way to, it is not the best way to keep us on track. We're looking for sustainable change. So you're trying to maybe phase something out or add something else in is also a really good tactic. And a lot of this one is, is mostly about nutrition, I would think. But go slowly with trial and error and see how your body responds to the different changes that you're making and different foods that you are having more or less of. Um, see how that makes you feel, and that should be how you're judging your progress from there. All right. Next up, I will do blank before the end of the year. Um, people love a long runway, right? Yeah. I think it's because they don't take it seriously right away. And this can be much, much more than fitness related. It can be what your savings are. It can be your travel goals. It can be um, how many books you're going to read, trying new things, learning a new language, losing weight, all of those things. But at the end of the day, if you give yourself a goal for the end of the year, only 8% of Americans actually feel they're successful in keeping that resolution when they get to the end of the year. That's not a good success rate. No, it's not. <laughs> not a goal. Um, so long-term goals really are made up of short-term successes. So break it up, right? Instead of having I will do X by the end of the year, maybe you do I will do X by the end of the month. 30-day chunks are going to make practical, achievable challenges um, rather than these big year-long mammoth goals um, that you're going to need a lot more time to finish. And frankly, it, it holds you accountable because they're gradual steps and the deadline is something that is, is feasible.
All right, let's recap. Now we got the bad stuff out, right? <laughs> let's recap with some good advice. First is to start slowly. If you haven't been training, let's say you're coming from couch, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. um, or if you haven't been training in this type of way in a while, start slowly with less frequency, less volume, and ease your way in. Next up is to play the long game. So we want patience and consistency to be the foundation of the work that we're doing. Number three piggybacks on that, which is to play short to win long, right? Uh, two week, one week, two week, 30 day kind of goals are gonna support larger desired behavior changes are gonna be your best aptitude for success. I love that one. And number four is cardio and strength are a part of nearly every fitness goal together. So it doesn't matter if it's endurance athletes, if you're going for weight loss or body composition changes, you want a combination of both of those things in your program. And last but not least, very near and dear to our green hearts, is choose an ecosystem that supports your desired behavior change. Choose that community over all else, over a gym, sometimes even over convenience. That is going to be what connects you and keeps you consistent and on path. You are probably going to hear a lot of bad advice about fitness goals coming up in the next few weeks here. Uh, stay focused. Come back to this episode if you need a reminder. And good luck in 2024. Let's go. Thanks for listening to Coach Quip, original music performed by Mend. Follow us online on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Edge Athlete Lounge. Our podcast lives in the blog section of our website. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and you can check out the show notes for additional ways to contact us. Ready, set, onward we go.